Hello, runners. How are you all doing? Uh, hope all of you are enjoying uh, current Meso activities, and I'm sure you are, uh, you know, getting uh, stronger, leaner, fitter each day as our, you know, uh, we are as we inch towards our final race day. This is Coach Ani, uh, and I'm here with yet another episode of our podcast with runners. Uh, if you are listening this for the first time, uh, this is something we do every season. An idea is very simple, uh, that we hear from our fellow runners, learn from them based on their experience and, you know, get better runners each day. Uh, generally, our head coach, Bala, uh, leads majority of this podcast. But as you know, we are growing. We are 800 runners. There are so many incredible and amazing stories from, you know, so many runners that we decided to, you know, scale it out. And that's why you are seeing this new face. Um uh, and in today's podcast, we are going to talk about very, very interesting topic. Uh, we have some incredible runners from RHWB, and I will I will introduce them in 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 few minutes. We'll we'll hear from them on their RHWB journey. But most importantly, uh, in today's podcast, we are going to double down on a very interesting and important topic uh, when it comes to running. And that topic is conversational pace run, also known as base pace run. Some call it easy, steady run. Or, uh, you know, I, I also heard people saying it recovery runs. There are many, many names to these runs. But what is important is uh, the conversational pace run, uh, base pace runs, they make up majority of your running volume. So if you go and open your final search, you will see that the 80% of your runs or almost 70 to 80% of your runs are base pace runs. But the question is, you know, the definition of conversational pace, you know, every time I talk with someone, what do they mean by conversational pace run? I get different answer, right? So what I want to do today is talk about what what is conversational pace run? What actually it means when we say easy runs or recovery runs? how far or how long or what pace we should run this pace, uh, uh, you know, this uh, run should be. So we're going we're gonna, we're gonna to touch upon these uh, topics uh, in today's podcast. But let me start with welcoming three incredible runners of RHWB. Uh, and without further ado, let me start the introduction. So, guest one. Hi, good evening. Good evening. Thank you very much, Kochani, uh, for the lovely introductions. Um, Thank you for having us. My name is Jasira, and I live in Phoenix in Arizona. And yes, it is very hot here, very <laughs> hot. And it has been like that for a few months. Um, I was born in Kerala, grew up in Karnataka, moved to U.S. in 2010. Since, since moving to U.S., I've been in many parts of the U.S. and um, started RHWB about two years ago. And um, yeah, this is my fourth official season with RHWB. I, I say it official season because I have done one uh, unofficial season. And uh, that was through my sister who first introduced me to RHWB. So she was doing a 10K and I was like a tag along runner. She lives in New Jersey. That's how she got introduced to RHWB. And I was just like, she'll say, I'm running this many miles, so I'll run the same. Uh, but I am a COVID runner. So I started running in 2021, summer of 2021. 
and we have many runners you. like you Jesse uh, we call them eklavya runners i'm sure you must have heard about this lot yeah. uh, but but good to have you uh, do you have any athletic background or is this the you know first time running no i used to do track um in school but like was many 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 years ago so yeah 100 meters 200 meters 400 8k wow. i could never do 8k i felt as if i was going to die even <laughs> when i started like in 2021 when i started i was doing couch to 5k and that motivation also came because i could not go up one flight of the stairs without hopping and puffing oh wow i remember like one minute running i felt i was going to die at the end and here you are and here you are on the rhwb podcast talking about conversational pace and what a journey amazing amazing all right let's go to guest two hello good evening uh, thanks coach ani actually my name also is ani uh, short for me uh, i am also anirudh anirudh nagnur uh, i live i reside in houston texas and uh, like my fellow colleague jassi here also is very very hot in fact today probably was the hottest day of the season it crossed 40 degrees celsius or 109 degree fahrenheit so very hot but anyway uh, i actually born and brought up in mumbai i grew up there completed my education start my professional career there i am a engineer by profession mm-hmm. and then i moved to middle east qatar i was there for 5 years from there moved to uh, malaysia kl uh, actually kl is where uh, i started becoming very active Uh, i am very competitive person by nature so i i have played all types of sports uh, named cricket uh, football uh, squash which was my favorite tennis lawn tennis uh, and uh, my my most favorite game is chess believe it or not oh wow uh, yeah i play daily chess is something i cannot uh, do without so anyway so what happened was about 10 years back or so um my wife aishwarya she is also uh, part of the rhw group she started running and she was motivating me to run but i said no no it's boring uh, i want to play competitive sports but then i decided okay let me give it a try right and uh, i was not sure whether i would continue long but uh, it's been 10 years and i have enjoyed this journey uh when i started uh, it was without any uh, coaching or background i just started running one fine day and i uh, started doing like uh, 2 uh, 2 kilometers and went to 5 kilometers did lot of 5k runs then tried to do 10k which i successfully did uh, one good thing uh, which unknowingly that i did was i started running non stop so i used to not stop no walking nothing i wanted to run continuous without stopping so what happened it automatically became like a conversational pace run for me without knowing all this <laughs> so that way i was lucky that i started that way uh, nice. this is my th- third season with uh, rhwb under coach saurav and he has been a fantastic coach to me i have improved tremendously in last three seasons uh, and i'm really happy to be part of this uh, to see how our experience can help other fellow colleagues who have just started with rhwb awesome amazingly said welcome anirudh on the podcast Hey, look. Uh, I always say, even uh, you know, I play a lot of sport, uh, as you may be knowing. I always say running is a very special. You know, it, it's competitive in a very special way, right? In the sense, you are competing with yourself, right? Yes, you are competing with your yesterday's run. 
uh, when you are doing it today's run and so on and so forth and it goes for races also uh but but yeah very well articulated yep uh, let's go to indrajit guest number 3 thanks anik coach ani hello everyone my name is indrajit pawar and uh, i live in houston texas um i've been originally from mumbai um, i studied there i worked there and almost 2013 i moved to us um i went to boston i stayed a couple of years there uh, that's why i have a lot of soft corner for boston red sox specifically <laughs> um but now i'm settled in uh, sugarland which is a suburb of houston regarding my family uh, i have a uh, 11 year old son just started his middle school i have my daughter 6 year old and my wife she's also a part of rhwb um she is doing her second season with rhwb and uh, for me this is the fifth season i have started uh, season 6 yes it was season 6 5 five seasons back and uh, it was an interesting story um I, before that it was it was covid period and you know we used to hear a lot uh, about running because here uh, coach sarav and aparna you know they live nearby so they used to t- tell us talk about it and you know uh, we thought oh that sounds good and you know let's give it a try and i i, I had never ran in my life it was like i don't know how i will do and you know i wanted to start with a like a 5k run and coach sarav said no 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 5k no you aim big and you know start so uh you know i started with half marathon and uh, i never stopped after that so i am glad uh, you know uh, i listened to coach um sort of and uh, i've been training under coach suja for last 5 years she's been amazing she's helped me a lot and uh, i i think this is the, one of the best thing that has happened uh, you know in the recent time awesome awesome guys i, mean, I didn't realize this before the podcast that i'm i'm talking with two people from texas and one from arizona and uh, honestly we don't know how you do your runs in summer i i'm sure it requires a lot of management and time management rather and uh, you know organizing your daily routine to make sure you do your summer runs uh, early in the morning or late at night so you know kudos to you all right so uh, see uh, uh, to the listeners uh, you know the, the the guest on the podcast uh, you know just a uh, you know just to share something with you they are hand picked by their coaches right so for example i wanted to do a podcast in conversational pace and i reached out to all the coaches and these three guests here jasira anirudh and indrajit their coaches feel that they have mastered the art of conversational pace and that's why they are here and we want to hear from them and we want to learn from them so you know let me start with a very very basic question because as i said at the start of the podcast i get different answers from different people when i say hey what is your conversational pace or what do you mean by conversational pace right so let me go to jasira jasi what in your definition what is a conversational pace my simple definition is being able to complete sentences without gasping for air like i'm saying like you know without feeling like oh my god you're going to die so since i run mostly by myself i have these conversations with myself but i try and see that it, am i able to keep my 
heart rate so low that I'm able to breathe. So I do a lot of things during that time. I try to focus on my breathing. I try to stay in the aerobic zone in the watch where it is like zone two, zone three. Um, try to stay there so I'm able to sing along or have form complete sentences in my mind without feeling like I have to gasp for air. Um, that's my goal. I'm very honored to hear that Coach Suja and uh, Coach sort of <laughs> think that I have mastered the art of conversational pace running. It's it's a work in progress. I do strive to get to that. Like I've seen some coaches, especially Coach Sora. Oh my God, I don't know how he keeps his heart rate so I know. <laughs> and uh, I wish I can get there one day, someday. Yeah, we but already <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. I mean, I you see uh, Coach Saurabh, you know, runs on Strava and you don't know, you know, what's going on with his heart rate. I mean, it's it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yes. So, Jashi, follow-up questions. When you do when, mm-hmm. when you do CP runs, do you only focus on heart rate or is it's mainly, uh, you know, you based, you know, go with the feeling that, hey, I'm able to do a conversation. I don't, yeah. don't worry about the heart rate. Initially, I started off focus like I needed something to focus on so I know what I'm doing is right so I was focused very heavily on the watch Um, Mm. and then later now it's just effort based if I feel as if I'm not able to like have conversations with myself or I feel as if I'm gasping for breath I naturally slow down if I'm able to run like nine minutes per mile during my conversational pace, I can go as slow as like 13 minutes per mile, even 14 minutes per mile. I actually discovered the conversational pace running, the benefit of conversational running by accident, I want to say. Because last summer, (laughs) I was training with my daughter, who is six years old. At that time, she was, she had not turned six at that time. She was like five and a half under Coach Saurabh as well. She was training for 5K. So I would go with her early in the morning and she was training for 5K. I was training for half marathon. So for her, her distances were, of course, short and then she has to run for one minute or 0.5 miles and then she'll stop. So with her, I would also stop. And then I noticed like after she was done, when I continued running, my pace became faster and I was able to run at slower heart rate and slower effort like easier effort for much longer then I started that's when I started digging more into like low heart rate running conversational pace and I won that I became a fan of this form of running and um, yeah anytime it's my favorite type favorite type of run I look forward to base pace runs conversation pace runs recovery runs uh, because I feel as if like I'm not putting too much effort. I can have conversations with myself. It's also like me time. So there's a lots of processing that goes on. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I I always say uh, in in my mind, I always say there is there is a quote unquote talk test which you have to do to know whether you're running in a conversational pace run or not, uh, and that can mean doing weird things while running like for example if you're running with your daughter you can always have a conversation 
but lot of i i heard people singing a song happy birthday to you or humming or doing xyz just to see whether they're uh you know uh, they are not picking up the pace where they have to you know gasp for air right mm-hmm. uh but that that's very well articulated um anirudh how about you why you know did you start your you know w- what is in your mind what what's your what do you mean by cpira if 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 yeah. if a beginner beginner runners who are listening it for the first time and if they want to understand what's a cp run what what's your definition for a cp yeah. run yeah so so from my point of view there are two definitions one is very simple layman's term as jasira mentioned is that when you are running if you can have conversation whether it's humming singing a song like a birthday song or even what i do is whenever i pass someone because mornings people are always walking running exercising i try to wish them say something and i gauge whether i am able to do without uh, you know gasping for breath right? no huffing and puffing basically so that's one definition but uh, my definition is basically whatever is your maximum heart rate going 70% of that uh, so hmm. for me I, I, in fact if you put your details in health fit app actually health fit apps gives you your range zone 1 zone 2 zone 3 so i like to run in aerobic zone uh which for me my age uh and uh, is about 125 to 140 so lower the heart rate better mm. uh aerobic run means basically body is using oxygen uh, mixed in blood to actually fuel this uh run uh so that is the best way of running there are a lot of advantages i understand from running aerobic runs Uh, basically very stress less stress to the body uh, faster mm. recovery after long runs see we are not running a 100 meter dash or 200 meter dash right we are running a aiming to run a half marathon full marathon and some are even running ultra marathons right so the only way you can do that is to run slow consistent pace keep your heart rate low so you can go the full distance without harming your body so mm. at the end of the, your half marathon or a full marathon uh you should still feel that you have got enough energy you know uh, mm. post that so that is my definition of aerobic run uh, i mean uh, conversational pace run so what i'm hearing there are two ways right one is just go by the feel and that's where you know you're singing a song you will you are able to do a conversation with your fellow runners and it's a easy run you are able to finish it without any problem you know without gasping or you know without getting tired yeah. so that's that's one definition and second is which which you talked about more technical is mm-hmm. hey find out your max heart heart rate what's your max heart rate which i you know there are many formulas available yeah. but one of the formula we use is 220 minus your minus age, age that becomes your max heart rate and then based on that create zone 1 to zone 5 and stay in zone 1 and zone 2 which is essentially aerobic zone uh yes. and which 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 will lead to you know in a, if you run in that zone that will lead to easy runs or conversational pace run yeah, i just want to add something there what you said so when you say uh just running and seeing whether you are able to converse right but for me i was very confused because when i started running even after like 0.1 0.2 mile my heart rate to jump to 135 140 mm-hmm. and i used to feel that i am able to converse but that is not really sort of a good heart rate mm. to start run uh, mm. because remember uh, long runs your base pace which is the pace and on the mile one is very important lower it is 
the better the chances you have of completing the uh, full distance, right? So for me, heart rate, actually, I find it easier to uh, manage my heart rate or monitor my heart rate. And especially for the first mile, keep it low. Because what I have observed from my experience is after you have completed one mile, the body is already uh, warmed up and yep. automatically your pace increases with low heart rate. But if you start fast and your heart rate jumps to 140, it becomes very difficult to control your heart rate. Understood. Yeah. Yep. No, very, very well. Just, very just well to said. add to that, uh, Coach Adi, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm continuing. Yeah, this. go ahead. So um, I, I had a, um, you know, exactly a different story to tell. What happened is when, you know, I, I was too much uh, enthusiastic to start running, right? So during the initial period, right, the runs were smaller during the weekdays. So, you know, it was told that run CP runs, do conversational pace runs. And I was like, okay, that's okay. But, you know, I'm going to run because, you know, that was the zeal of running that I got into, right? So I used to run and... For the first few days, I, I felt like, okay, I have to run, walk, run, walk, and do like this. But when the long run started, that's when, you know, I realized that, oh, I used to start fast. Then gradually, you know, I used to slow, 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 and ultimately I had to walk. So that's when I realized that, you know, CP is what you should follow, and it should be exactly the opposite way. You start slow and then start picking up pace, you know, later on. Yeah. So what I started yeah. doing is I started running. I slowed down myself. And I started running in such a way that when I am doing a CP run, when I come home, I take off my shoes and, you know, I, I just get onto the normal routine that I have to do. I don't have to sit because I think I'm tired or anything. So that's that's the basics I follow while CP run is, okay, it, it is just like any other normal activity that you're doing. Once you're home, you know, you should be able to do everything that you do normally. So that's, I would suggest... That is what, uh, you know, made me actually grow in the speed because I started slow. And as I said, this is the fifth season I'm doing. So now I realize if I, if I go back and look my pace at that time and now, it has gone a lot of change. Yeah. No, very well said. So, uh, you know, running hard every day. When I say hard, that means doing a speed play, doing it. Now imagine you are doing strides every day or fart leg or, you know, the you know kind of advanced runs on a daily basis that definitely, you know, going to lead to muscle fatigue. And that means it's going to, you know, eventually have an injury, which, which you know, you'll, you will be forced to take break from runs. And that's why if you recall, you know, uh, I think we, we do this in the, especially for new runners, we do this new runner, uh, you know, uh, session before the season starts and we show them the pyramid of what kind of, you know, how the program will look like. And at the bottom of the pyramid, which is the base, is the conversational pace, you know, easy pace. And because that is the maximum, you know, amount of activity you are going to do. That's the maximum running volume you are going to, uh, you know, kind of uh, do uh, in the 16 weeks. And then slowly the speed play and other um uh, you know, uh, other advanced run, you know, they are, they are much, much, you know, lesser than the conversational pace run. And the reason is muscle fatigue, reason is avoiding injury. I would like to also add one more uh, kind of, uh, you know, information here that CP pace run, while the definition is, you know, you know, kind of similar for same for everyone, but how, you know, what is your CP pace 
is very very you know kind of personal right it depends on runner for me it can be a cp pace could be a 12 for an elite runner you know maybe this their conversational pace run you know a pace is 8 or 7 you know to some extent so my question is again indrajit if you can throw some light on this that how did you find your conversational pace i mean what is your conversational pace i'm sure it did not happen in one run or two run it took some time but did you follow any process and is there any methodical process to identify what's your cp pace yes i mean uh, as i said right i i to start with i started with that action where i wanted to run fast but then gradually i realized that you know we need to follow this conversational pace um i think my initial conversational pace was around 13 13 1/2 when i started in the first season when i slowed down um mm-hmm. and now i think it's around 11 11.5 so uh it, the the thing about conversational pace is it, it doesn't you know uh, come immediately you, you have to you have to run you have to put a lot of miles to it and what for me what i did was i started following that okay as i said follow the talk talk to yourself method first that is the best thing that you can do to start with you know and i remember one of uh, coach bala's uh, session where you know he said that you have to sing this happy birthday song and i used <laughs> to literally sing that while running during the initial first second season after that uh you know the second thing what i started doing was uh breathing breathing is very important while you know uh running and I, the, trust me the first season i never focused on breathing and uh, you know the first season was mostly looking at the watch okay how am i running you know and things like that so you are saying breathing But, while while you are running while running yes because because that helps because that helps and i think uh looking at the watch constantly you know indirectly it it doesn't help you relax so i i stopped looking at the watch uh, you know that that helps you just run where you're comfortable the basic thing is you breathe you run and see if you can talk so that's that's the thing i follow mostly while running that you know help me over this multiple seasons to i mean i didn't even realize that from 13.5 you know i'm just running at 11 yeah as, as you accumulated volume uh, you know your run volume run mileage your cp pace got better and better okay exactly okay. Yes. that's great jesse you have any tips on for beginners how can they find their conversational pace you know um i just want to reiterate what indraji just said uh, breathing was a big part of my journey towards still it's still a work in progress but breathing is a huge part um i always think when i'm running if i'm feeling good i'm not thinking about it but if something <laughs> is bothering me then my attention immediately goes and typically it it used to be breathing so i would like i would start noticing that i'm breathing really hard and that translates to heart rate as well my heart rate is also high so i just focus on breathing deep breaths take deep breaths and then you would notice that your heart rate also slows down if you're able to kind of stay there like not too much but i can see like a good 5 beats per minute it'll go down so i also focus a lot when i'm running on breathing that helps a lot in um maintaining yeah. your conversation pace it's again about conversation having conversation 
and not struggle to breathe while you're having conversation, right? So focus on breathing is definitely a huge thing uh, to getting to that mastery of conversation pace. Another thing, what I felt, someone was talking about uh, frustrations initially, not knowing what your conversational pace is. I've gone through that too. Like I seriously have no idea what my conversation pace is. I go by feel and how I'm feeling. And then sometimes I start off like in the morning. And again, environment plays a huge role. It's very hot here. So heart rate is very high in summer, definitely higher than what I felt like during cooler months. Um, so it de- definitely varies each season as well. So during summer, I used to, yeah. I remember it used to be like 14 minutes per mile. Now it's like I can easily run 12, 13 minutes per mile. But if I push, I can easy, I can also get to 11. But then by 11, I'm already like race pace or tempo pace. <laughs> And I can I can feel like, okay, I'm struggling, but I can maintain that pace for longer distances. Do I want to be there? No, I just want it to end as soon as possible, get back to my CP run, 12, 30-minute mile. I enjoy that phase. So the frustration, another part when I was focused too much on heart rate was when the heart rate used to go up, I had to walk. And mm. it started like that, like, Going to five miles, my heart rate was already hitting 140, 145. I'm like, okay, then walk, bring it down to 120, 130, then pick up pace again. And that was frustrating. I'm like second mile, like every 10 meters or every 100 meters, I'm walking. And slowly I noticed, like, I remember the first time, probably three or four weeks later, I noticed I was able to run for one mile, but I was way below in my heart rate zone. So that was an accomplishment. So continue to work on that. Um, but then now I switched more towards breathing. Yeah. So there's, yeah. there's definitely a connection there. Yeah. Uh, I think I think uh, if you pass the talk test, as we say, right? If you are a beginner, just focus on the talk test. And, uh, you know, that should slowly give you, you know, you will realize what your CP test, uh, you know, CP pace is. Also, there are, at least in my court, there are a lot of runners who love to run on treadmill, right? And then they say, hey, what is the CP pace on a treadmill? Uh, uh, any inputs there, uh, Anirudh, that how do I find my CP pace in treadmill? Do I follow the same process as Jesse and Indrajit followed where, you know, just go with the talk test and then, or is there anything anything so, special you have to do on a treadmill? So before before we go on that topic, I just have some tips for beginners uh, mm-hmm. uh, based on what my experience is. Uh, so there are lessons learned. Number one lessons learned is when you're running, whether it's base pace, faster speed, doesn't matter. Posture is very important. Keep yeah. your body straight because we are here to run long distances, 5K, 10K, half marathon, full marathon. Uh, if you do not keep your body posture straight, irrespective of what pace you run, you are going to suffer and you will struggle to complete. Number one. Number two, uh, sync your breathing uh, with your steps. I do that. So if possible, do like uh, six breath in, four breath out. I mean, mm-hmm. the long, uh, the more you can do, uh, breathe in and breathe out, slower will be your pace, uh, lower will be your heart rate. And you will be able to converse better. Try to sink your breath. Right? Number three is take small steps. 
right? Do not take big steps because I think that puts a lot of pressure on your knees, basically legs. You'll get tired, your heart rate will go up. And number four is don't worry about pace, right? Doesn't matter whether you're people, other people are saying they are running at 11 or 13 at a lower, like if I look at Coach Saurabh, if anyone looks, you will have a complex. How can someone run at below 120 for a full marathon? That's unbelievable, right? Um, even if it is average, it's still unbelievable. So it doesn't matter. If you feel that your, your conversational pace is 18, 19, doesn't matter. Run and run at that pace, right? But make sure your heart rate is below or in your aerobic zone, all right? Uh, which you can calculate and you, you have apps and you can Google it also. So that is my advice to all. Uh, yeah, I think, worry, I think uh, on your, I think in your last point, I always tell my beginner runners that as a beginner runner, you should only focus on completing the distance. You know, don't worry about what pace you are running. Don't worry about how many times you have to stop, but making sure that you are finishing the given distance, right? And then slowly you are going to, you know, see the changes in your body, change the changes in the way you breathe during run, changes, you know, your pace is going to increase. That You know, you're going to collect those small breadcrumbs along the way, which is going to kind of make you a better runner, right? Yes. But yes. Uh, th thanks thanks for giving those uh, tips, yeah. Anirudh. So going back to treadmill runners, so is there any special tips for treadmill runners for to, to get their CP runs? Yeah, from my point of view, treadmill feels like an assisted running, right? <laughs> Something is assist, assisting you to run and you can actually run at a higher pace because it is a bit easier than running, you know, outside. Uh, so I prefer running out, outdoors. Uh, I do not prefer running on treadmills, but I, I'm pretty sure it's the same thing, uh, monitor your heart rate. In fact, it is easy to monitor your heart rate in treadmill because you can see it on the screen, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. Running aerobics. Yeah, I mean, see, look, uh, look, I, I strongly encourage running outside to everyone. But life happens. People travel, weather, storms, you know, things, you know, life happens. And you have to run on a treadmill. Uh, from my side, you know, it would be start with 3.0 on treadmill. See how you are feeling, what your heart rate is, you know, increase it by, let's say, to 3.5 or 4. Again, see, and that's how you calibrate your runs. And, you know, that will give you what your CP run is. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. All right. One last question. And this I get from a lot of, again, beginner runners, right? Um, you know, the question is, they generally ask is, what if I'm running as slow as I can, but I still can't hold a conversation? What should I do? Indrajit? Yes. And I, I would say uh, that is going to happen initially um, because... <laughs> You, your body is not trained for it, right? And if you're if you're not run before or you're not been running for a long time, that is going to happen. Um, but it's it's nothing that you know you should think about like a short term thing. Um, it is always you put on some miles, follow the process, you know, um, like look for your breathing, look for runs that you know uh, make you less tired, and um, as you run. Make sure that you are avoiding injuries because that's that's when you know uh, your CP run will stabilize, and that's when once, as I said, it will stabilize, and that's when you will start seeing the benefits, and you will realize that 
ultimately you, are, you you can have conversation but i would suggest uh, to the beginner runners is yes initially it's not going to be a magic that okay you start and you're going to have it uh, just initially definitely give some time to yourself your body to adjust to the routine and yes it is going to be there as you see as you progress from miso cycle 1 to 2 to 3 they will notice the difference themselves yeah see uh, reward for advice or anirudh yeah i just uh, one feedback uh, what helped me because i had the same problem when i started as soon as i run like 0.1.2 miles my heart rate is already at 135 140 right so what i started doing is i started telling myself that whatever runs i am doing whether it's 3 miles 5 miles i need to run non stop i am not mm-hmm. going to stop i am not going to walk just to slow myself down so automatically the body says okay i have to you know run slowly because i need to cover so much distance without stopping which is a challenge right and mm-hmm. i i started like doing 3 miles uh, without stopping and uh, last uh, year in the sugarland half marathon i ran 10 10 miles without non stop Mm. so it that the, the thing about running is all this takes time right i mean if you are going to run like two or three years at a slow pace steady pace do your exercising and all those stuff i think automatically your heart rate will come down your pace will improve your cadence number of steps will improve and all those things happen in time but it requires a lot of patience yeah to be very very honest i found that very interesting take on running non stop yeah. to achieve uh, you know cp run because uh, obviously right uh, it, it's a very difficult way to do but i know what you're saying what you're saying is in your mind you're committing to that run to run non stop and that results into you running much slower because yeah. you know hey i have to still cover 3 miles or 4 yeah. miles on this run i should slow down as much as possible so that i can you know maintain my pace and finish that cross line i mean that's a very interesting yeah. take on it yep yeah. great jessy anything from you i have a different take <laughs> than what anirudh said so you know each each one of us are different we are all unique runners right absolutely absolutely for some people like i consider myself a slow runner very slow runner sometimes like slowing down means walking <laughs> <laughs> that's how slow sometimes i needed to get um that was one thing so run walk run walk definitely helped in my journey when i wanted to get get there because slower than that i, I there was no other way like there was no other way for me i had to walk it was frustrating at the beginning but one advice for new runners who are just beginning this journey i would say bad habits are easier it's it's not easier to break so mm. get on with good habits so don't pay attention to pace focus on heart rate begin the journey the right way so Absolutely. i was like i started running i just started like sprinting and i remember there were times when my heart rate would go 190 i wouldn't realize like why 190 i'm not feeling it but my heart rate was 190 and then from there running at that pace to slow down to 13 14 minute per mile sometimes even 15 minute per mile was frustrating but people who are just beginning their running journey do it right yeah. it will take time it's a progressive 
it it is a progression. You will notice the difference season after season. You will see that you will improve. What a fascinating story! Yes, I see. Look, you know, we we said this at the start of the podcast. Every runner is different. You are competing with yourself, and that's what running makes it very very special. But what is common is so you know while cp run pace how you achieve your cp run the process can be different for all the you know many runners but what is important to understand is that it is scientifically proven that running slower is gonna make you run farther right i mean there is a lot of material available online if you have to research that running slower actually makes you run faster you know your runs you finish run stronger your recovery is faster and hence the conversational pace run and base pace runs are such a such an important part of runner's life and it's absolutely important that you are aware self aware when you are running during cp runs um and and master the art of running cp runs like this you know our guest here today fascinating conversation guys um you know you know so much to hear from you know your wisdom your experience and you know coming it from uh, the arish the fellow arish wb runners who you know in a way started you know running journey with arish wb makes it very very special so thank you so much for your time um, you know i'm i'm sure all of the our arish wb runner especially uh, you know the beginner runners the, run, you know, the runners who are starting their journey just now are going to benefit immensely from the knowledge and the personal stories you have shared today so thank you so much uh thanks for your time uh and i will see you on the trail thank you guys have a good thank night thank you thank you coach thank you thank you take care bye bye